just want to welcome our special guest listener, Tom Brady, today. <laughs> Thanks for listening, pal. Yeah, Tom Brady has a house Negro now, huh? Ooh. <laughs> can't say that, Brad. We're on Facebook <laughs> no, Live No, you can now. say Negro. There's no, like, who said you can't say Negro? I'm saying Negro. Better standards and practices. I didn't. <laughs> I think that's the group who said you probably should not say. Standards and practices said that? Standards and practices, I'm fairly certain. Dude, or the I, FCC, one of the two. I am so done for, I'm so ready for today to be over. We're, we're recording the podcast version of the show. We're doing it live on Facebook. We're doing it live. Doing it live on Facebook oh. live. But as we're doing the podcast, it is election night at uh, six thirty Eastern time, so we're just probably thirty minutes away from like the first little bit of uh, results to come in, um, and that mm. reminds me. And now I have to switch the television over, so uh, uh, you won't hear me but, again. <laughs> you won't hear me for a second, but I can hear you just fine. <clears throat> you hear that? He can hear all of you just fine out there oh, in oh, election oh, land. You know. Hey, whoever Brad. whoever invented that app that that app that app that plays cable TV on your Xbox is my freaking hero, dude. Such a good app. Ah, oh, we have a similar one for the Roku. I definitely know what you mean. It makes life a hundred times easier. Except for my playback stops. Yeah. Oh, whoa, I can whoa, see that. No, oh, there we go. Whoa. It's election day. Your election coverage for the BLR podcast, Broken Link Radio, one word dot com. By the end of this election era, era, there's a whole there, era. There's By yeah, the it's, end of this- <laughs> it's it's felt like an eon. Like I yeah. this this election, I remember in 2018 when things started started to rev up a little bit, and I was like, come on, like isn't that a little soon? But I guess it's not. And just like all of last year and all of this year, so done with it, dude. So done. It has been heavily saturated this year. I feel like. For I, sure. I also feel like this year is the only year where I was bombarded with robotexts. Like about. With Rolos? Ro- <laughs> the little chocolates? Robotexts. Oh, robotexts. Yeah. I thought the Rolos company was texting you. <sighs> How, where do you. Deals st- and offers. Where do you stand on Rolos? They're good. You know what I found out this last week was that Jim Caterley really likes Rolos. Jim really? Caterley. Yeah, yeah. He actually classifies Rolos as better than a Hershey's Kiss. Oh no, hold on. Yeah, I, I know. know I know. When he, so there's no Jim right now because Jim, as we speak, choked is, on a Rolo. <laughs> he's actually in line to vote because he worked all day, and the, so he had to go from work to vote, and then hopefully get to the show before we're done with it. So that's the plan. <laughs> We should. We, can we get him on the oh, line? Oh, to, that's to for sure. Podcast as he's voting. That's for sure going to happen. We are absolutely okay. going. He's going to be our ban on the street. Absolutely. See, Excellent. now his excuse for not answering the phone has always been that it always shows up as a restricted number. So I've given him plenty of advanced warning. So if he ignores us this time, it's entirely because he does not want to talk on the phone. <laughs> yes, he will know that, and he hates us. Yes, yes, he the disdain. But yeah, I was uh, I was at a I was at a social function with Jim. We were handing out candy to kids uh, to get in the back of our van. Was it called yeah. Halloween? <laughs> yes, it was Halloween. Uh, One of the other days of the calendar. Huh? <laughs> and uh, and so him and his wife and his kids brought a bunch of Rolos. I'll tell you this right now: he was the only person at the event with Rolos. I was like, dude, Rolos. No. <laughs> that is that is pretty funny. I was going to say you guys are very smart luring kids with other kids. 
That's actually a pretty smart uh, and pretty ingenious way of kidnapping. Yeah. Um, the Rolos. See, yeah, look at that. guys. They're in on it. All the cool kids are being abducted. <laughs> so now we know why Jim has so many kids. Yeah. Uh, He's yeah. just been collecting. You guys have been collecting them <laughs> yeah, for the he, last 20 years. He actually didn't have them. He's just been collecting them <laughs> like Pokemons. He's. I still am trying to convince him that you can't evolve them in real time. See, it's a cartoon that we need. Jim wandering around a van <laughs> collecting collecting Pokemon or i.e. human children. Like, yeah. Depending on your depiction of the art. Gabe, you and I ch- share like uh, business ideas back and forth all the time. What about getting in, getting into this whole human trafficking racket? It sounds like people do pretty well with it. <laughs> you know, I'm Mexican, so that's 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 pretty cliche oh, you, for me. Like, oh, I do, yeah. Do things that are, you know, stereotypical Dude, of my culture. We need to get in the coyote sex <clears throat> slave business. Hmm. I think you have to do one or the other. I don't think you can dabble in both. No, 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 no. Yeah, that's how, <clears throat> like, as a coyote, you have the leverage on the people trying to sneak over the border, and then you turn them into sex slaves. This is how... Sort of like a limo driver. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> Just oh. the way you're transporting people to their, you know, to their jobs or their errands or their future lives, you know? Okay, but, like, to how do riches. you... But how do you have the leverage on them to turn them into uh, a sex slave in another country? Um, I feel like you haven't thought through the, the limo driver analogy all the way. Probably not. I think oh. that's a fair assessment have, of my have you ever, that came out of my Have you ever uh, been in a situation, like this happened to me the other day, where the word that I wanted was analogy, and for the life of me, I couldn't come up with analogy. Like, I was hoping you were going to say that that assology popped out or something. Oh, yeah. <laughs> as- analogy, but assology <laughs> is what popped out of my mouth. I'm an expert in assology. <laughs> I'm getting a little nervous, Gabe. The, uh, the work I've been doing for school for the last little bit has been too easy. So I'm, I'm afraid that somewhere down the line, it's going to get really difficult. You know what I'm saying? What do you mean? Like what, what, uh, what work, what school you're, I've been, you're currently enrolled in school. Yeah. Yeah. I've been working, I've been working in correspondence school. That's uh, but uh, like what happens is they give me like a work packet and then they give me textbooks and I'm just kind of like, I read the textbooks. I do the work packet. It takes me about an afternoon. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. so, uh, in the last two weeks, I've done 12 credit hours and no, 24 credit hours. And I, some people in my life are a little worried that I might be obsessing over it a little. <laughs> so a little bit, 24 <laughs> credit hours in two weeks, in two weeks. Did yeah. You say? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm how se- much, uh, 17, what's 17 that? and what, a half percent that? to my, how much to my, <laughs> yeah, I know. No, that's the thing, dude. It's like. It's like I sit down, I read the book, I fill out the paperwork, and then I send it in the mail the next morning. And I don't know. I mean, yeah, it takes it takes like a day. But uh, I don't know what else am I gonna do? <laughs> like that's yeah, that, true. that was kind like, of the impetus. I was like, it. what what the hell else am I gonna do right now? Like New York is probably New York is not, dude. There are restaurants closing everywhere right now. It's just a disaster. This mm. whole thing has been a nightmare up here. I know you guys in uh, Arizona don't give a crap, but uh, I think our governor just left. <laughs> he just gave up on it. Like, yeah, governments just started shutting down again. Like you guys, California, a few other states, and I think when that happened, I think he just left. He was like, "All right, guys, hey, I'm not doing this again." That's so, the thing I always tell. I always tell people is like, um, 
we give we give the system way too much authority over us all the time. Mm-hmm. It's like I'm sure the governor has some things that he would like to do, and quite frankly, I'm sure there's some things that make sense to do. But because everyone out there just doesn't give a crap, there's no way it's going to be enforced or done. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Whereas here in New York, if if Governor Cuomo says like you guys have to put plexiglass on all the school tables, like boom, everyone does it, and that's fine. Like I don't have a problem with that. But the but the fact that people, you know, like you were telling us a couple weeks ago that uh, you know pretty much after five o'clock nobody cares about the rules anyways, right? Right. Like it's if you just, just out. if you if if the public just doesn't uh, honor the the rules, then the rules don't actually exist because no one can enforce all the rules to everyone all the time. And I like right exactly. And I, I it's a uh, um. Who's the who's the philosopher that talked about this? I want to say it's um oh my god, the guy who the French guy before the Americans the American War for Independence. <clears throat> like the main French guy. I'm going to have to google it. Hold on. Yeah, I'm trying to think so it was uh, it was looking to like which uh sort of thought line of thought or is there like a, a tagline attached to? Oh, I'll figure it out in one second. Was it Thomas Jefferson? I was talking about Thomas Jefferson today. Funny how that gets it. Do you talk about Thomas Jefferson more than every four years, or is it just an election day Dude, thing? it's Voltaire. That's who I was thinking of. Oh, okay. Voltaire. Vulture. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, uh, you know, he that was kind of his thing. Is like, if, if is he a bad guy in, like, Transformers? Voltaire. <laughs> Form of Voltaire. I am Voltaire. So here's what we're going to do when uh, we're going to start the show here. Once we start the show, then uh, we'll call Jim and see how things are on the ground level. I drove by like four voting places today and I gave the finger to every single one of them. Are you, did you Ooh, vote? Did you vote go. today? I had we had the early mail in sort of deal. Oh, nice. Out here in Arizona. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't have to t- I, uh, the, the reason I brought that up is, uh, some, you know, because the, as you get closer to election day, like everyone's anxiety ramps up. And, mm-hmm. uh, and so now it got to the point where I'm going to like my Sunday night football gathering every week and people are just like getting anxious about the election and want to talk about it. And I'm like, eventually like, so what do you think? And I'm like, I really would like everyone to not vote, break the entire system and shut this country down so we can start all over. And they're like, Wow. Who brought this guy? <laughs> see, see, I don't know if that anxiety was due to the voting or due to the terrible, terrible matchup that Sunday Night Football tends to put on, like, last week. Dude, the Cardinals game was crazy last week, though. The Cardinals game was good. I'm talking about the Eagles-Cowboys game. Oh, yeah. I, I made it to the half, and I went to freaking bed, dude. The NFC yeah. East is so bad. It is unbelievable. I think that they're, they're like, 2-15-1 and one on, in non-division games, and and it's probably worse by now. So by the time the season's over, they're almost all of their wins are going to be against each other. It's going to be ridiculous, right? But yeah, it, uh, it's pretty abysmal. But uh, the uh, at least I'm not a Chargers fan. So <laughs> this is true. This is true. It could be worse. It can always be worse. Previously on Broken Link Radio, you know how I know this is a different test because all the questions are different. <laughs> I know, styled dude. I know, dude. To teach and explain, you are the father. <laughs> the other thing that's great about this season is that the the Cowboys are miserable. <laughs> Didn't right? they like, all did? Yeah. Oh, really? No. Well, the, what's his name? Uh, Mario Lopez is gay, though, isn't he? 
You know what occurred to me the other day is while many people know Vanilla Ice's real name, I never knew MC Hammer's real real name. Game in the game. Uh, <laughs> it was good. Uh, British Bulldog is from Manchester. So he was driving from a bulldozer me. drunk. Former Vice City Mayor. Vice City. Excuse me. Former Vice Mayor. Wait, wait. Now I was. I just had it in my head. It's like the the arch file, right? The windup noise. That one. So you're gonna put Lex Luger, right? Yeah. Uh, and and British Bulldog together as a tag. Name the tag team, dude. I was like, that is the best tag team of all time. The Allied Powers, dude. The following program is intended for mature audiences. Atomic batteries to power. And so are we. They never stop thinking about new ways to harm our country and our people, and neither do we. This is the best we can do, folks. This is what we have to offer. It's what our system produces. Garbage in, garbage out. We're here because you're looking for the best of the best of the best, sir. Trailer trash, dark clothes wearing, too soon sex doing, four-letter wording, hoodlum Oreo eater. We've done deep research on this. They still have their butts wiped for them. I have taken drugs before, and uh, I had a real good time. Don't talk to me, all right? Knock it off! Thank you. Government is not the solution to our problem. Government is the problem. That broadcast school has really paid off. <laughs> you fool. You must unlearn what you have learned. Do or do not. There is no try. Moderately moderate, decidedly stupid. This is Broken Link Radio. I would say Jim Caterley, but he's not here. So I'm Bradley C. Baker. Against all the evil that hell can conjure, all the wickedness that mankind can produce, we will send unto them only Dave. Howdy. So right now we are streaming uh, live on Facebook Live. You can also check the show out. Uh, there's a 24-hour 7 stream of our older episodes on uh, Brooklink Radio, one word.com, as well as uh, the podcast of all the episodes are available there on SoundCloud or on pretty much any platform you get podcasts except for Spotify. They still haven't responded to my email. I don't know what the deal is. <laughs> well, Brad, where is Jim? Uh, I'm working on it, but I also wanted to tell everybody to get on the freaking Patreon. Sign up for the most expensive package and pay for my schooling that I was talking about. How about that? Or pay for Gabe's terrible mustache. Gabe promised, Ooh. Gabe set a goal that if we get up to 15 Patreons, that Gabe. 100. <laughs> if we get up to 15, 1500. 15 Patreons, 
uh, then Gabe will grow a mustache a mile long, and he'll start that. You know, I found out uh, the other day that hair, for the most part, body hair actually has kind of like a limit where really it grows out. So I guess your facial hair grows out to about three quarters of an inch. And then after that, it grows significantly slower. So if you wanted to grow like this giant beard, you would mm-hmm. within two or three months with like 90 days, you'd grow, you grow out pretty much about as fast as you could. And then the rest of your life, it'd be growing really, really small. Like it's weird how that works, but your, your hair would stop growing as fast. Once you, right. I think it's called terminal length or something cancer. like that. <laughs> terminal, oh. <laughs> no terminal cancer like. is something entirely different. Now, let's see if I can get our man on the street. We got to get a hold of Jim. All right, hey, where where is Jim out and about to right now, Brad? Just to refresh anybody who's listening. I think that he's uh, he is currently in line to vote. Hopefully, we can catch him trying to vote. This could be loud. This could be loud. I don't know. Oh no, it sounds pretty good on my end. I feel like if he doesn't answer, I'm gonna be so pissed. Us being here not voting, I feel like we're the heathens who don't go to church right now, Brad. But he, he, uh, well, you said you did a mail-in ballot, didn't you? Yes, but I still feel heathenistic. Oh, this son of a bitch! He's gonna be like, I'm in the booth right now. Good. That's what we want, Jim. Pick up what we want if you can hear us i know you might be listening your call has been forwarded to an automated voice message jim it's us jim caterley is not available at the tone please record your message when you've finished recording you may hang up or press one for more options jim it's brad we're uh we're calling you on the show to make sure that you're pulling and gabe yeah and gabe's here and uh we're calling to make sure that you're pulling and pressing the appropriate knobs Make sure that all the knobs are clean, polished, and if not, you might have to rub them yourself. But that's very key to make sure that you get the vote voting done. Actually, I don't even know, Gabe. Do uh, like I've I've never even been in a New York voting booth. I don't know if we use knobs or levers or computers. I really don't even know. Well, I imagine it's got to be something different this uh, this year, right? Isn't, all it, the precautions and isn't it weird that every state votes differently? I think that's weird. Mm-hmm. Like there's different laws, different rules, different systems. It's it's all crazy. Anyways, Jim, you were supposed to pick up. I hate you. I hate you. We were trying to get our our, our man on the street, bro. I hope I hope it's miserably cold where you're standing right now. How about that? <laughs> cold in the booth. No, well, well, yeah, there, he could be in the booth. Let me see here. Are we still on the, is it still the voice? Yeah, well, oh, yeah. it was, yeah. All right, so <laughs> let me see here. He said, see how long ago it was. Uh, I'm having a hard time. He said that he was still in line waiting roughly... You're having a tough time after all that. Roughly a half hour ago. Election day butt stuff you did, Les. <laughs> yesterday. The only the only the only anal rape that's happening tonight is in these states of the United the United States. <laughs> the states of the United the States of the United. Did are we being refer to that, the country. 
as that for the rest that the, just moving forward just we are the states of the united you know what you know what's super weird is that we call ourselves the united states generically but there are many countries like many many countries around the world that are the united states of like right. uh mexico is the united states of mexico mm-hmm. and so on united th- arab emirates sort of started off that way the european union is this well yeah but i'm saying their their actual t- like their actual title is united states of mexico so when we say we're the United States, it's kind of weird and presumptuous. You know what I mean? Because, well, we're the the United, United States. States. Yeah, we started the Twitter, tr- the 2010 tr- tr- Twitter trend. We own the domain <laughs> name. You know what I forgot to bring up, Gabe, is my uh, my prep sheet that I meticulously Ooh. put together. Slowly moving into unprepped territory. All right, so. Where I live is not exactly the boondocks, okay? But it's also very rural, and it's not the city. So I had to go to the post office today to send uh, to send some work out. Sticks. I go to the post office, dude, and I walk in with my envelope. It's got the address on it and everything. I said, just need to ship this. And she, first of all, on the door, there's a, a cardboard sign. And I mean a piece of cardboard box. And I'm, I, sh- I crap you not, the note is written in crayon, and no, that's not an exaggeration. It's written in crayon on brown cardboard in red, no computer today, sorry for the inconvenience, underline, underline, double exclamation point. I walk in, and I go, and keep in mind, Gabe, this is the United States Postal Service. I go, I need to ship this mail. And she goes, yeah, I can't do anything today the computer's down and i'm like bitch you're sitting here what what so okay the computer's down and you can't ship my package by the way what did the post office do for like 200 years when there were no computers i'm not not sure why the entire post office grinds to halt if one computer goes down it's like you couldn't figure out a way to get me a label or some stamps on this bitch like seriously anyways um, so that being said, the computer's down, the door's open, and you're just sitting here. That woman is sitting there, what, presumably all day? Because she's sitting there for like, why was she sitting there? If that, why don't they just close up shop and go home? Dude, that's what I'm saying. Because she wasn't in the back sorting mail or getting anything done. That's what I mean. She was literally sitting there as if her job is to tell people that the post office cannot ship things today. Which, again, I would imagine the sign would be sufficient, right? If they just elaborate a little more in their crayon sign. As a matter of fact, a sign with a locked door would have accomplished the job a lot better. Just lock the effing door. Or whatever, you know? But the thing is, she's just sitting there, literally sitting there collecting a paycheck. To do nothing. What was the, what's the minimum wage out there? I'm like now I'm more curious. I was going to ask her name, but how much was she getting paid? To uh, just, uh, well, post office anger people. <laughs> post office workers get paid more than minimum wage, but the minimum wage in New York is like thirteen twenty five or thirteen seventy five, something like that. Um, well, see, I just assume because of everything you've described the or put in the job description that that would be a minimum wage. But yeah, that's right. She'd be paid significantly more, right? Yeah, like most, 
I believe make you angry. I believe most post postal workers make at least about you know adjusting for your market or whatever somewhere near fifty ish. So mm-hmm. you know, like if you're if you're a post office worker in Pennsylvania, Jerusalem. you're only you're only making like forty grand or whatever. But like, yeah, you're making at least a thousand dollars a week, and this bitch is literally sitting there. I had to drive. I had to drive. 20 minutes into another town to go to the U- UPS store. The nearest UPS store to me is like 15 miles away. No joke. And and mail with UPS. And when I go there, I'm like, hey, I just have to ship this. And he's like, oh, did you want to do it via mail? And I was like, yeah, I didn't know. Call me stupid. But I didn't know that you could send regular mail at the UPS store. And I was like, yeah. Okay, yeah. I was like, yes, I want to send it in the regular mail. He's like, oh, okay. I was like. How come you can send the mail and the post office can't? And he's like, what do you mean? I told him the story. <laughs> and he goes, that's ridiculous. I go, I know. He's like, I've never heard of that before in my life. I, dude, I am suspicious that this bitch just didn't want to deal with it. Yeah, that could be. And because it's not it's not a busy post office, it's like a little, it's like in a corner lot of a, of a sh- uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Strip mall. Strip mall, yeah, like so a plaza. It's, yeah, it's not like I'm trying to think. It's not like the big post office in Mesa, or you know what I'm saying. Like it's it's a real, it's a just a. It's, it's like the post office, etc., or uh, mailboxes, etc. Just something in the strip mall, right? <clears throat> kind of like that, yeah. And but the point is, like I'm still trying to figure it out. Okay, the register, the, the computer that runs the register, doesn't work, but. You you're you're the place that actually sends them out. So you couldn't find stamps. Like what? She, she couldn't have. How about this? She couldn't have sold me like five dollars worth of stamps and just slapped five dollars worth of stamps on my thing and just sent it. You know what I mean? Whatever, mm-hmm. whatever. However that works. And then when the register comes up, cash it out or whatever. But well, is it a? Uh... Don't you guys still have mailboxes out there? She could have given you stamps and instructed you on how to mail something. Right. She just pointed at her. She, she just pointed me at her stupid cardboard sign. That's and then and she sat there with her arms folded too. Now, here's the thing. I have a good friend. His name's Eric, and he works for the post office. And for whatever reason, it was always his dream job. I'm sure that he does a fantastic job. He's not part of the problem. I'm sure. But the U.S. That Postal, we know of, yeah, the U.S. Eric. Postal Service are right up there with teachers. They're the freaking worst, dude. They are never doing what they're getting paid to do, and they aren't when they are doing their job. It's not very well. Like, I am so, I and I now now that I know I can just go to UPS to do the post office's job. I don't know why anyone goes there, and then every year that freaking institution wants more money from the american people they're like yeah we just can't get the job done without more money i'm like you guys are teachers you're the same as teachers teachers want to raise to not go to school and teach this year i could hit all of them with a can of of soda wait what you could hit all of them with a can of soda just yeah just and you know how like uh in the old days you would throw like rotten tomatoes at a bad like if somebody went up and did a bad act, you'd throw rotten tomatoes. I'm, oh right, right. Yeah. Switch it to ca- full cans of of soda, unopened <laughs> soda. God damn. You know what I'm saying though? Like, 
every year teachers say they need to get paid more, and the ch- and then they hold the children hostage. They go, your kids are going to suffer if you don't pay us more. And it's like you do less and less of your job every single year. So it must be nice. It's unlike a lot of other jobs in the in the world, right? Where I feel like you gain more responsibility as time goes on, but instead, right, right, you get to ask for more. You know why? Because it's it's the taxpayers' money. You just go, yeah, we'll just uh, not provide this public service unless you give us more money. Um, and then you're the bad guy because what? What? You're not going to fund the children's future if you do. Oh, do you your job. Do your job. Same with the post office, man. At least take the initiative to lock the door. What on earth was the door open for? You don't you you like you can't call a boss and say, "Hey, man, uh, there is literally nothing for us to do. Why don't I clock out or lock the door?" You know, like in a restaurant. In a restaurant, when the registers go down or the or the power goes out, you lock the doors and you start cleaning. You know, no, nope. you do something productive. You do something. To earn the money you're being paid from someone else. I'm not asking you to do slave labor. I'm asking you not to sit there and not ship things. What is that? Pissed off about the post office. You know, this may be an unpopular opinion, Brad, but aren't we able to have robots replace everyone there yet? Um... Didn't we have that? Do we have that capacity yet? I thought so. But again, just robots and like an interactive TV screen with a video, like an instructional videos on loop all day long. How about this? How about how about like the services that you call? And then when you finally get a hold of a person, they tell you how you could have done this online. And you're like, yeah, bitch, the reason I'm talking to you is because the online thing didn't work. If the online thing worked, I wouldn't have called you, you know? It's like, well, you know, you could go to UPS.com. It's like, I've already been there. UPS.com says my package was delivered. This is another, this is another instance, but I'm saying like that irritates me so much when you call someone to solve a problem, they tell you that you should have gone somewhere else to solve the problem. I'm like, you're the customer service person. It's you that are supposed to solve the problems, not me. I didn't what create. I got so mad one time. I started yelling a lot. I was like, "Ma'am, I did not create the problem. It is not fair for you to expect me to fix it. <laughs> it is not fair. Your company f's up my package, and then you tell me to go to ups.com and fix it, which a I've already done, and b didn't fix it, and it was your fault to begin with. Anyways, what'd you say? I'm sorry, I cut you off. No, you're fine. I was just going to say, at, at this point, wouldn't it be safe for anybody in a job like that to pretty much assume or <clears throat> take for granted that you've already tried that, that you've tried the appropriate rounds already? Well, yeah, but like, then you did you did like customer service support. You did you did like customer support for another for another company. Right. So you said that you had to be the guy to tell them to reboot the thing, even though they may have already done it before. Right. True, but, you know, that was about like 10, 12 years ago, so it was a good chunk of time. I would assume, at least I'd be fighting for it at this point, like, if I tell you as a, you know, as a an adult person in 2020, who, you know, who wasn't born this uh, this decade, right. if I tell you, hey, Brad, did you, um, oh, your car's not working, did you try putting your keys in it? Yeah, I do. Like after- I know! that Gabe, I'm so glad you made that analogy. There's that word analogy again. 
Because Ooh, that's exactly how I feel. That's, <laughs> that's how I feel. It's like, yeah, dude, I do know how to turn equipment on and off. You, I don't need you to explain that to me. What I need you to do is, because especially if it's something like... Uh, like the credit card company, or if it's uh, if it's the what you call it, um, the cable company, where they can actually mm. log into your device and see what's going on. It's like no, 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 man, I'm done rebooting the thing. You can get onto it and look at it, look at the yeah. router, look at the modem, do whatever you got to do. If you and honestly, dude, here's the other thing that pisses me off with the cable company. They tell you to reboot it, but really, they can log into your cable box and reboot it themselves if they want. Yes. Why? Why? Why did you make me do this? Why wouldn't you? If I want you to reboot it, and I have control over whether or not that thing gets rebooted as a customer service person, why would I even tell you to reboot it? Why wouldn't I just reboot it? Because sometimes it has to be through them, but they'll still run you through that, right? Like they'll still walk you upstairs or up three stories of floor. Yeah, dude. Or in the case of working in a restaurant, climb a damn ladder. To reach these freaking, you know, because they're like they're they're there's like a stack of modems and stuff that to run all the networks to all the equipment, and it's like I have to do this, but you could actually just log into it and do it yourself. And Did I'm you not a fall freaking off a ladder just to just out of spite, oh, I, dude. I've wanted to throw them because the other thing is to just tell them the equipment's broken and tell them to bring somebody to fix it. So sometimes I've been tempted to just pick <laughs> pick See, up a, a modem and slam it and be like, well, it's fucking, uh, excuse me, it's freaking broken now. I feel like that's a very you move Yeah, to just say, yeah, it's broken. Yeah, it's, it's broken. broken. I remember, I remember uh, I had, I had a register. Uh, so long story short is that a register acts a very specific way when the hard drive goes bad. After having been after working in a restaurant environment, particularly QSR for more than 10 years, you know what a register looks like when the hard drive goes bad. You know what I'm right. saying? Because it so. So you call the customer service number and you're like, hey, da, 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 da. OK, did you do this? Yeah, well, I'll unplug it. So now that is fair enough, because honestly, nine times out of 10, when the register starts acting funky, rebooting it, I don't even know why, but rebooting it tends tends to make it work again or at least mm. usable but when it doesn't work after it's done rebooting then it's then it gets weird and then the the other thing is that when a register when one register starts to crash for some reason if it's a hard drive it'll make everything else go haywire i'm assuming because they're all looking at the hard drive for the information to pull the information that all the other registers or all the other equipment needs so if a hard drive starts to go bad it's very like to me. It's I know that the hard drive is not bad, you know. Right, and it's just you a matter to look for. It's just a matter of time before you know somebody. Because at the end of the day, once the hard drive goes bad, you're either going to replace a hard drive or you're going to replace the unit. Nine times out of ten, you're going to just replace the unit because that by the time the hard drive goes bad, it's at least five years old already, mm. give or take. And the reason that the hard drive goes bad is that they're the old. They're the old uh, mechanical hard drives, and they're constantly writing and rewriting, you know, almost 24-7, right? Imagine yeah, they're if, just wearing down, basically. After um, a while. Imagine a hard drive that just never stops spinning. It's only a matter of time before it goes bad. So I know that the hard drive on Register 2 is done, you know? Hey, Brad, is that, do you think that's what happens to your brain every, every couple of weeks? <laughs> yeah, dude, for real. So, so, what ha- so I'll call, and, and I remember I was just like, listen, man. 
I've done all this crap. I've looked in, you know, I'm just like, if you don't send someone to just replace this damn register, you, my boss, my boss's boss, and your company's boss are all going to be on the phone in the next 10 minutes because you are going to send me a new register because this is the 50th time I've called you in the last two weeks about register two, you know? Mm. And it's like, and it's like, yeah, I see you've been working on this problem for a while. And I'm like, that's because you refuse to come out here and look at it. I'm on the phone all the time. You're the company that is supposed to maintain the register, but you have me looking at it and me troubleshooting it and me talking to you on the phone. And it's your company's job to fix the stupid register. So that's how you piss me off. <laughs> Just make me do your job. I actually, this, I'm so, I feel so strongly about this concept that my, my shrink had to talk me off the ledge a little, about it a little bit this week. Really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cause I was going on the same rant. I don't even remember what it was, but it was like, oh yeah, it was just the way the, in- the way insurance works in the United States. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Car insurance, health insurance, house insurance, doesn't matter. Home insurance, flood insurance. It's all crazy. And I'm just like, it shouldn't even work like that. And she's like, yeah, but you have to measure the pros and cons of working within the system. And I just I was like, you just don't even understand how much that phrase bothers me. <laughs> <laughs> just that phrase irritates me. I'm going to try and call Jim after this. Or actually, let me see if he's even, maybe he's trying to join the show. Uh, it might so you, be here already. You've chatted. See in the green room. You've chatted. You sent me a post office picture. Yeah, is that the post? I saw that. It looks like a house. It's the only one that I oh, can the find. One in, did you? Did you? Looks- did you see Macedon or Walworth? Is that what you looked for? Yeah. Hold on. Walworth, exactly. <clears throat> it's probably yeah. You probably found the right one. Would you look for it on Google? Yeah, just uh, well, just do the uh, just on Google Maps, and then I just screen sh- snip the uh, that the is... uh, the one. Okay, yeah. That... So, so the the strip mall one I'm talking about. I'm looking at the picture now. To the left. Oh, is... to the left. I where the black SUV is. Yep, yep. So that post office. It. Okay. That corner, right? That entire post office is that little corner right there, just the corner of that strip mall. So yeah, actually, I. Yeah, I can get a so, better. So you walk, you walk into the door, and there's just a cardboard sign. So, and and by the way, that to bring it all around full circle, I ended up driving to another town and shipping it with another company, literally doing the post office job. So, are, are those pictures of cows, or are those actual cows that they keep in the post office? <laughs> no, those are pictures of cows. I told you, it's a very rural area, dude. That's true. That post yes. office, and the, here's the crappy part: is that post office is probably a mile from where I live. Like it's a, it's it's around the corner, right? But instead, I had to drive to Fairport, which is 15 miles away. And there's a there's a bridge in Fairport. It's a historic bridge, but uh, the the trick with it is that uh, that historic bridge is so old that they need to rebuild it. So there's this bridge that runs right through the middle of downtown Fairport which means you have to drive around it to even get where you're going because you can't drive through the town of Fairport. Hmm. So, or village. I'm saying town, but I should say village. Um, so why don't you and I take a break? Uh, and I probably need to cool down for a second anyways. And uh, I'll, I'll grab a bathroom break real quick, if that's all right with you. And then uh, we'll try it. We'll try Jim again in the second segment. All right. All righty. Sounds good. 
first geishas were employed in Japan in the 16th century. It's a demanding profession. The training required is rigorous. The objective of the geisha is refined companionship. Flattery is the heart of the geisha's art. To do, say, dance, or sing, whatever, to make the weary, browbeaten male feel like a king again. Tamasuke, one of Tokyo's more successful geishas, earns $800 a night. And the night does not involve sex. The dainty geisha in an elegant kimono may dance on the top of a chessboard, thus not to raise dust in a room where food is being served. Graceful Tamasuke has danced and sung for almost every prime minister in post-war Japan. But Tamasuke has a secret. The secret of the geisha. Something most Japanese are utterly unaware of. This is... Well, this is the rest of the story. The term geisha literally means artist. Once it was graced with myriad modifiers, the shiro or white geisha were purely entertainers. For instance, the korobi geisha were exclusively tumblers. The kido geisha stood at carnival entrances to attract businesses. And the horo geisha became more intimately involved with their clients. In the waning 18th century, dancing girls in feudal towns were referred to as maki geisha. And their behavior was unrestricted, but all geisha in properly licensed areas were subject to regional regulations. The geisha liberation movement culminated in an official emancipation proclamation, October 1872. And there followed a national confederation of geisha houses, a professional guild organization. Twenty years into the 20th century, geishas were still required to obtain licenses from municipal governments, and they were taxed accordingly. Now no longer... Now, no longer. Today, the principal problem of, uh, of geishadom is recruiting old-fashioned girls in a newfangled world. The friends of a young geisha these days are likely to deride her profession as feudalistic to make fun of her. So those who carry yesterday's torch into the future must have a strong sense of nostalgia, must have a romantic frame of mind must have an unquenchable desire to see herself clad in the, in the traditional costume. That costume includes the jet wig. It includes the impenetrable white makeup. Now that brings us to the secret of the geisha. You remember Tamasuke, the geisha you met just a few moments ago. Tamasuke knows the secret, which has less to do with what the geisha are than with what they may be. Tamasuke is enormously popular these days in Tokyo. Tamasuke is an excellent dancer. Tamasuke has soft skin and firm muscles which tend to belie Tamasuke's age. Tamasuke is 80. 80. You see, Tamasuke has a spouse and three sons. Tamasuke is a father. Now, you did not know. Be honest now. You never knew that some geishas are men. Until this moment, most Japanese didn't know it either. Now you know the rest of the story. Inviting you to join their web ring? Wait, 
What the hell is a web ring anyway? You're listening to Broken Link Radio. Second segment on our Broken Link Radio election night special. I was just looking at uh, while you were taking a dump. Brought to you by Pussy Salon. (laughs) Pussy Salon. Um, I was just looking at ABC News because I uh, I don't know why I just ABC News has always been the most comfortable news like network news for me to watch. <clears throat> but uh, probably because like I grew up watching Peter Jennings during like the Gulf War, you know, I thought you were going to say Peter Pan. I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Disney and ABC. I miss Peter Jennings. Peter Jennings ruled. Uh, I miss Peter Pan. But uh, have you seen the uh, the the new guy that does World News tonight, uh, David Muir? No, I, I you know I, I actually you, come to think of it, I don't think I've seen World News tonight in yeah, ages. I know, I know. It's still on. I, I know it's still it's still a show. But uh, I sent you a picture of him. Take a look at this guy's hair, dude. This is not like an off day. This is the way his his hair normally looks. And I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing his name right, David Muir. David Murray, where's his tie or his <laughs> undershirt? How is this professional? I think. Well, that's not that's not what he wears during the news, but that's his like uh, his like talent photo leisure. Yeah, it's like oh, look oh, at, it's hit his headshot basically, kind of. Yeah. So look at that hair from 1983, and he wears that unironically every night. Is it- because he does the world is it because he's on world news tonight i don't know why is that why he does it i'm not sure what that hair like nobody thinks that hair is cool dude but uh so i here's the other thing i i'm watching so i told you i don't i don't know if you even have it on but the the election coverage i choose to watch as abc and they're all in i wanted to get your your feedback on this they're all in on the real-time 3d environmental graphics you know what i'm talking about I do not. Okay, so like you know how in the WWE uh, during people's entrances, like they'll they'll have a three D they'll have like three D graphics that appear to be in 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 the stadium. I do know know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, I hate those. Yeah, well, I didn't hate them for wrestling so much, or at least wrestling on special occasions. But um, on ABC, what they're doing right now is they're they're doing the real time 3D graphics in for like uh polls and stuff. So one of the polls was uh you know how do you think the United States has handled the COVID-19 pandemic and there's these blocks that appear to be coming up from the ground, you know. And I'm like I I call me old fashioned but I like just having a little screen graph. Like what I don't need to see the I don't need to see the graphs come out of the floor. You know, with what I an mean? eruption and magma and yeah, everything it's, it's breaking too, apart. It's too much. They uh they also have um they have like a touch screen they've got a touch screen electoral map, right? And I'm I didn't have the sound on, but it appeared as though they were going over different scenarios to you know, if this state flips this way, whatever, right? But were it, they physically flipping the states? Yes. Well, they weren't <laughs> flipping them, but they were like touching them and they would go from red to blue, you know? And okay. and what's funny is it appears at a certain point where then they just it looked like the guy just started playing with the screen. It wasn't really. He's like, and then if Florida does this, and if you know Pennsylvania does this, and you're just seeing the numbers move back and forth, and you're like, this isn't even relevant anymore. This guy just likes tapping the states and watching them change color. Like, <laughs> sounds like is, he really wanted to either be Vanna White or in the Michael Jackson Billie Jean video. Yeah. So I'm a little bit older than you. So I, I remember I might have. 
I probably have asked you this before, but I don't recall. And especially if your parents didn't watch Wheel of Fortune, but do you remember long enough in the past to where Vanna White had to do more than touch the letters? She actually had to yeah. spin them around physically. Yeah, when she had to actually like flip them around, sometimes they get stuck and <laughs> like, you know, that just was half the fun. I know that's that's one of those things that I tell people about how old I am. I'm like, I actually remember when Vanna White had to change the letters herself. Yeah, like, now she just what? Whoa. She just hangs out in catering and she just hits her smartphone. She like. taps them. Yeah. So I heard that Vanna White is supposed to take over Wheel of Fortune, but as far as I know, that still hasn't happened yet. For Pat Sajak? Is he hosting still? Yeah. As of right now, the well, the last episodes of Wheel of Fortune I've seen, he was still there. But I've heard that Vanna White... Also, dude, how do you hit the prime of your career when you're like 100? <laughs> like, Vanna White is a million years old. Well, I mean, it worked for both Pat Sajak... Speaking of the devils, like Pat Sajak and Alex Trebek both did the same thing, right? So maybe it's the industry. To be as much as as much crap as... uh as Alex Trebek gets, I his I feel like his job of hosting Jeopardy is more difficult than Wheel of Fortune. Because Wheel of Fortune at the heart of it is a dumb game. It's yeah, it's yeah. Like I'm, you know I was gonna say it's a, a, a wheel of chance, but it's sort of that and also all of the, it's almost a solved game. Everyone knows the first five letters to guess. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. So it's R-S-T-L-E or something like that. Those are the best letters to guess. So it's not like you're really working off of much. Now, solving the puzzles is difficult, but hosting people guessing letters is one of the most mindless jobs you can possibly... I'll tell you a guy who used to work his ass off. Uh, the, what's the name of the guy that used to host Match Game? Oh, not Don Rickles. Um... The, you mean from like the the seventies, yeah. the original uh, one no, from seventy three to eighty two? Right? Yeah. Oh, it was. Um, hold on, I'll have it right now in a second. Um, 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 oh, it's the tip of my tongue. Uh, Gene Rayburn. That guy was. I have you ever gone past the Game Show Network? Because uh, <coughs> my my grandmother likes to watch a lot of the old match games. Okay. That game is almost 100% personality based. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's almost like Family Feud now, but there's less of an objective and more focus on right the people. Yeah, and and just BSing with the BSing with the contestants, BSing with the uh, the panel. You know, it's mm -hmm. barely a game, but he was he works his ass off on that game versus. Uh, Alex Trebek, or not Alex Trebek, uh, Pat Sajak, who just goes, oh, what letter would you like? And they're like, um, R! It's like, yo, yeah, that's the first letter to guess. Yeah, okay. Yeah, same, same freaking show. Every time. <laughs> it really is. It really is. He just has to remember which college this one happens to be from. Yes, exactly. It's a dumb game. However, oh, I, I don't remember, but there was a there was a puzzle on there one time and it was like figure of speech or a phrase. And the answer was the phrase, like the figure of speech, but backwards. I'm like, that's not fair. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, that's like saying wings of like, if the phrase is wings of Eagles, but the answer is Eagles wings. So you're like, no, no, no. Wings of Eagles is the phrase, not Eagles wings. Nobody says Eagles wings when they mean to say wings of Eagles. You know what I'm saying? 
Right. Oh. Oh, we got to call Jim now. We got to see. He's going to be so. I'll tell you, I know one thing about Jim. He does not like to be rushed. He doesn't like, he's not, and he's like me. He's not a multitasker. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. He's he's very, um, he he gets things. filling in the first bubble. He's very sequential. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, so (laughs) just the idea of trying to get back in time to do the show at all. He's like, that's probably already ruined his weekend. (laughs) <laughs> like, or I mean, his well, not his weekend. weekend. Yeah, his whole weekend's ruined, and we're not even in the Wednesday. He's gonna hang. I bet you he's gonna hang up like immediately this time. Or Google Voice is not gonna work at all. Come on, come on, Jim. No, it didn't even Pick ring. Up. It didn't even ring. It's uh, the internet. Come on, Jim. Get the internet connected. Oh, can I connect your call? Hold on here. We'll uh, we'll try a refresh. Have you tried rebooting the system, sir? <laughs> sir, have you tried have you tried loading Google Voice and refreshing the page? Is there something? Is there any way that I could possibly get you to do my job for me? I'm just going to place you on hold for four minutes and <laughs> just sit there. Did you ever did, uh, did you ever do that in a former life? Um, I never have oh. wink. <laughs> I I feel like I, w- I feel like I wouldn't do it just cause I would want to either help the person right away or like, just get them, like get rid of them as soon as possible. Cause you can leave yeah. them on hold, but eventually you have to go back there. Yeah. I feel like you have too much of a conscience to work in any sort of call center environment. Oh dude, I would go out of my mind at a call center. My, uh, my friend used to run a call center. He he wasn't actually supposed to be the call center manager, but everyone got fired or quit or moved or got a new job. So he just sort of, like as an anal and as an analyst, he ended up running a call center. Mm-hmm. Um, and that works. And he ended up. I, he was telling me that the employees get monitored for the amount of time that they're available on the machine. Like yeah. So you so the the computer actually tracks. You can be at your desk, but you have to like be available and then that amount of time is logged and tracked so that they they end up firing people for going to the bathroom too much not that right. not that they say that they went to the bathroom too much but they're like not available on the on the system a bare minimum amount of time you know mm-hmm. oh my god google voice i think jim is like infected our google voice so i think he voice. i think he purposely <laughs> disassembled the the google voice that you're attempting to utilize so while we're waiting for google voice i wanted to ask you about this it it would have been better if jim was available for it because jim loves to talk about these sorts of things but uh when was the last time you bought some ready to eat food at walmart oh very recently Um, would you get within the last three weeks what'd you get at walmart uh, there were some wings. I want to say, oh, I love uh, boneless and bone. <laughs> yeah, you got the wings, right? Yeah. So I had I had Walmart wings on <laughs> Sunday, and I finished recovering <clears throat> yesterday. Um, so what? What are you talking about? Well, here's here's what was interesting. Here's what was interesting is that the wings that I ate were better. I'm talking about the ones that come from like the hot deli, right? 
That's what you're talking right. about. Yeah, yeah okay. they, exactly. Yeah, you gotta you gotta get them because they have a time limit there. And did you get the the orange one? Just like the regular mm. mild flavored bonus. I think I think I had medium, medium and plain. The medium okay. and medium plain. They weren't the breaded ones though, right? Because that's yeah. I don't know what the selection is different, but just the non breaded normal wings. No, right? these are medium breaded, plain breaded, and then also chicken strips. Oh, that's your problem. So what? Which <laughs> which is bre- the, pro- the chicken strips or the the breaded wings, dude? I ate those for lunch on Sunday, and I didn't feel right until about Monday afternoon. And what that's was really- what was weird about it is that. The chicken, while while I was eating it, was better than normal. I've had those chicken wings from Walmart before, and I'm I've always complained about them. I was like, "Oh, these are so bad." However, so so real quick, I'm sorry, Dad. Why is it that you you will re-eat food? I feel like I don't know anybody else who'll do it. You will re-eat food multiple times, like you're giving the food a second chance. All right, to, you'll re-eat food that you've said, "Oh my God, this is horrible," and about the fifth time in. Well, it's the beginning of the month, right? It's the beginning of the month, right? So typically, if I'm out on a Sunday on my way home, I'll grab something to eat for myself. In this right. case, I was broke as all get out. So I'm like, oh, you know, what, whatever whatever the household's having for lunch today, I'm going to have to partake, you know? And uh-huh. so, and it was funny because I thought to myself, I just hope they don't bring those terrible wings from Walmart back, you know? But I, I, I get back. Sure enough, there's a spread of Walmart chicken. <laughs> And I'm like, oh, here we go. Oh, so okay. So it's not that you just keep um you keep trying to give them more chances. You just happen to be around a bunch of Walmart chickens. Yeah, yeah. The, probably half half of the Sundays a month there's Walmart there's like a Walmart chicken spread on Sunday afternoon. Got it, got it. Okay. So it's like uh so like normal be out normal be out going to and from church because uh she goes to church twice on a Sunday. So like you She's one of those people that goes to like the 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 early afternoon and the late afternoon service. Um, so if you think about it, you you leave at you leave your house at ten o'clock in the morning. You come back at about one thirty, and you have from one thirty until about five thirty to prepare, eat, dinner, clean up, and then go back to church. So mm. the way that shakes out generally is that she just grabs a bunch of chicken from Walmart. And so, and because I don't want the chicken from from Walmart, if I'm out around on a Sunday, I will grab, you know, like a small amount of Taco Bell or something. And then again, right. I'm also managing, oh, I forgot to tell about this. I'm also managing the amount of my cal- caloric intake because at the end of my Sunday night is where I go to like someone's house and we all like hang out, eat pizza and watch football. So here's what oh, happens. That's right. What time does the, uh, what time Oh, Gabe's dead. Oh, Gabe. He's dead, Jim. Now it's just me. This is it. Everyone has fallen by the wayside. Gabe. No, Gabe, no. <laughs> oh, my God, Gabe. Please. Gabe. Please. <laughs> oh, crap. Oh, Gabe is so dead. All right, I'm going to kick Gabe All right. Whoa! (laughs) We've got to get Gabe. I think the election has taken Gabe away from us. Oh, 
Oh, it's so good. We'll try that again. We can get Gay back. I love I love when Gabe's audio craps out. It's the worst sounding audio on the planet. I'm now telling Jim Jim's wife to vote socialist right now. Hello. There is zero percent chance that you remember your train of thought. I'm a, I'm I'm sure. I. <laughs> that was the most hardest you've ever choked out on the show. <laughs> that was amazing. Uh, I w- I would have to go back. Actually, we can do this. Hold on. All right. Okay. Do we have like an instant replay that yes. we can? Yes, I can do this. Let me. I'm trying oh, to think man. of how. I'm trying to think of how to do this. We are technologically advanced here. All right. So this is going to need to come up. See here. Uh, Take that, Pat Sajak. What do you have to say to that? We have instant replay. Hmm. Come at us, bro. All right, let's see. Now, I wonder what would happen if I open up another Audacity. Boy, this is this is getting real crazy right here. I wonder what would happen if we opened up a diss track on Pat Sajak. <laughs> Okay, this is going to be a pain in the ass, but now I'm splicing it. So now I can play back where we were, I think. Go here. See, when did you crap out? About 15 minutes, right? About 15 minutes. What? Was it that long ago? (laughs) You were gone for a long time, dude. Oh, man. (laughs) Time does not exist in the abyss. Oh, yeah. Look at, yeah. Okay, I'm looking. I can, obviously, I can tell because. I've got the uh, it's just a huge decay. Yeah, yeah. There's just a huge flat line. All right, so I, we should hear this. Hmm, that did not work. I know what we can do. All right, now you're listening to live editing by Bradley Baker. So we're gonna export this. The Broken Link Radio. One word. Talk on. Say to. Hey, bringing you the most amusing and entertaining podcast content. So this, this, so now I'm exporting and recording at the same time. This will be good. All right. Ooh. So, and I need to get this guy over here. What we're trying to do right now is recover Ooh. Gabe's train of thought. <laughs> is that an alarm? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's your reminder to vote because Facebook hasn't done it enough. It. <laughs> It goes off once a day, maybe about five times a day, reminding me to vote. Are you voting? Because you should be. Do it right now. Do it right now. Get ready right now. Go line up. Oh, my God. The t- the, the, it's 10 o'clock. The telephone system is down. We can't remember Gabe's train of thought. We're trying to recover it right now. There's alarms going off everywhere. And security alarms. Oh, They're buying up I do, all the toilet paper I again. Do, I do, okay, so here's the thing. I do remember what we were talking about now, except for I don't remember where we left it off. So as soon as I get this file over to the other computer, we should be able to. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll figure out. Oh, man. I love it. So hasn't like, uh, 
hasn't like a state closed by now it's uh 7 30 um, eastern so yeah they just flashed up what is it north carolina i think just closed or somebody just closed 30 minutes until florida 90 minutes until we close out here in arizona so See, they've been talking they've been talking 7 p.m they've been talking that uh arizona somehow gonna flip and i just don't i having lived there for 12 years i just don't see that happening it's hard to see, and you always want it to because the majority of people you do talk to about it, you expect that to be the case. But then you find out that everybody in the once people get into the polls out here in Arizona, they just turn instantly racist. <laughs> that's I, what I've learned about that, in Arizona. You know, that's that's the funny thing about uh, some of my friends that are conservative or are they make such a big deal out of voting Republican. It's like, did I get it? But like, do you understand what you're aligning with? Like, I understand that this. This uh, they make a big deal about the abortion thing, right? They're like, "This mm. is important to you. That's important to you." I get it, but like, I mean, a guy that just says he's not going to let Islamic people in the country—that's a weird thing to say as a president. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't quite understand that line of reasoning. Okay, so now, well, it's sort of funny, and I'm sure you probably saw this when you were out here, but. I feel like everybody you talk to is the most liberal person in the world. And then they get the poll results from Arizona every single time that we have an election for anything. And it's 100% red. <laughs> like it is just 100% the most. We are having the biggest. We're having the biggest connection problems of all time here. Gabe. You're listening to Broken Link Radio with <laughs> Gabe. What? You're listening to Broken Link Radio where everything is broken today. <laughs> my my internet dude you know radio. i should have known that we were in trouble uh when i saw the internet go down at exactly six o'clock eastern time <laughs> you know what i mean i was like oh that probably should have been our, for our that, sign bad yeah. omen all right so um where where you left off just most recently was how funny it is that when you talk to people in arizona on the outside they appear to be liberal leaning and then whenever the results come back you have you have uh, Republican mayors, Republican governors, Republican electoral votes, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Anything after that, nobody heard, Gabe. So, Oh, from the... Uh, oh, I thought we were going to replay it. So from the clip that uh, where I brought... Okay, I pretty much just... I don't know if you heard me right now or if I cut out again. No, I that's, literally made that's, what, that's what I'm saying is we're going to replay whatever you were saying about chicken in a second. But in this last dropout, you left off to the audience. You left off talking about how people that you talk to appear to be leaning left but then whenever the results come out in your state everything is red across the board oh gotcha so did i i dropped off again i did drop off again oh yeah super hard okay just like coming out of a coma like <laughs> coming in and out of a coma it's like wait i was just talking about weren't the 49ers just playing and you're like no it's march like what's <laughs> They were eight months ago. I'm just bringing up now. I'm just bringing up the file here. All right. In Audacity. Now it's not going to sound as good as it normally does, but I'm just going to boost it real quick so we can hear whatever the hell you were talking about. Wouldn't this be cool to always have for life? Yeah, just instant, just, instant, or just instant replay. You all always, the time. you always have your instant replays. You get, you see like, because then you will never be like, oh, what was I just talking about? What the hell was that? I can't remember. Oh, yeah, that's right. So this is why apes should be a new flavor of ice cream. 
you see that? Did you see that? Like five days ago, South Korea uh, made eating dog meat illegal, producing dog meat illegal. Up until up until like five days ago, that was totally a thing in South Korea. And they finally just said, hey, "You know what? God, you know what? Let's stop. Can we stop with the dogs?" All right, all right, here we go. This is this is where we left off before you dropped out the first time. You ready, Gabe? All righty. Damn it! I can barely hear. No, that. I know. Hold on, it's going through the wrong channel. You know why it's, it's going you know, you know, learning? Channel. You know why? You know why it's going through the wrong channel? Why is that? Because everything is just effed up today. Here we go. Here we go. This is this is Gabe and Brad from a couple minutes ago. But you will re-eat food multiple times, like you're giving the food a second chance. It's the beginning of the month, right? So typically, if I'm out on a so Sunday, this is me talking about how home, I'll grab something to eat for myself. In this right. case, talk about how Nor- Norma. So I'm like, ah, oh, eats the you same know, thing. Whatever, whatever the household's having the for lunch, I'm going to have to partake. You know? something we were just talking about so, twenty minutes. And ago. It was funny because I thought to myself, I just hope they don't from Walmart. We're talking about. Chicken wings be from out. Walmart. Normal be out going to and from church because uh, the consumption of twice. I love us do it, dude. We so should like, do running commentary on our own episodes. <laughs> She's one of those people that goes to like the uh, be hilarious the actually early afternoon and the late yeah. afternoon. The only service. problem is you can never tell who's talking. Um, so <laughs> if you think about it, you you leave at you leave your house the at current 10 one. In. God, who listens to this show? You come back at about one thirty. All right, the drop off is coming here. You're going to hear how hard you dropped off here in a second. Prepare. Eat dinner, clean up, and then go back to church. So mm. the way that shakes out generally is that she just grabs a bunch of chicken from Walmart. <laughs> and so, and because I don't want the chicken from from Walmart, if I'm out around on a Sunday, here I here grab comes you know like a small amount of Taco Bell or something. And then again, right. I'm also managing. Oh, I forgot to tell about this. I'm also managing the amount of my cal- caloric intake because at the end of my Sunday night is where I go to like someone's house and we all like hang out, eat pizza and watch football. So here's what oh, happens. That's right. What time does the, uh, what time? <laughs> oh, Gabe's dead. It's <laughs> entered into it. <laughs> oh, hey, Brad, oh, what Gabe. time is it into another dimension? <laughs> He's dead, Jim. This boom just Now zoomed. it's just me. This is it. Everyone has fallen by the wayside. Gabe. No, Gabe. So, <laughs> I had mentioned how every Sunday night I go over and I get I eat pizza at a at like a Sunday night football gathering, and you had said what time something something. What? Well, yeah, just that the fact that uh, it starts so much later over there is that you can actually have dinner at the respectable dinner time. Oh, right, and still and like Sunday night football to you is a post dinner event on the East Coast, whereas over here. Like that might be the kickoff of dinner. That is like the dinner, dinner yeah. while you watch, dude. Yeah. Dude, that used to be the best part about living on the West Coast was that football would start at ten o'clock in the morning. You could watch all the games all the way through the day and be done by nine p.m. and just go to yep. bed. Yeah, here the games don't start until eight thirty at night, and so that's you, insane. Yeah, so yeah. typically, typically I will go to the go to the football party on Sunday night football, right, and. Generally speaking, it's kind of rude to stay past halftime just because you're at someone's house. And is it because it's so late? Really, it's so late. But they're having you. They're having you over. Well, no, no, I know. And, and the ex- the expectation is, if the game's no good, everyone's gonna leave at halftime. 
but the last two weeks, the games have been really good. So um, what happened to me was that that Cardinals game, I left. And then I found out <laughs> that the Cardinals actually won, and I didn't believe it the next day. It was like I got transported <laughs> into another dimension. Because when I left, there was like no time left in the fourth quarter. And I had only hung on so long. I was the only person at this guy's, at this poor guy's house. But I just like couldn't bring myself to leave because the game was still within reach. And then once uh, Seattle scored again, I was like, all right, I'm going home. And then uh, turns out <laughs> the game was definitely not over. But um, so what happened to me this week was I'm eating, I'm eating the chicken that I typically don't like from Walmart. We're talking about medium breaded Walmart wings, plain breaded Walmart wings, and then the, the breaded chicken strips. Prior to us going to the vortex. Right. That, that's that's where on. we were at the vortex. The thing about it was after I sit down and I eat this chicken and I go kind of light on it, you know, I find out there's no pizza. There's no, there's no Sunday night football shindig. So now I'm just like up a crick. And then, and, and even if we did have the, the football shindig, it wouldn't have worked out because, um, because I felt like crap from the chicken that I ate all day until like literally until Monday afternoon. That's the worst. Yeah. So my, my theory is that that chicken, although here's what's weird is my theory is that the chicken was held longer than it was supposed to be. Cause like if you have food that doesn't make you violently ill, but it does make you feel pretty uncomfortable. Typically that's just cause it sat around for too long. But the weird part is this tasted good. This was like, it didn't feel like it had been sitting in the deli forever. You know what I'm saying? Right. You know, yeah. like sometimes you get food from a hot deli at Walmart and feel it's probably it feels like it's lukewarm. It's feel it feels like it's been sitting there forever. It looks like, like it's jerky. Been, <laughs> it looks like it's like reduced in size because all the moisture has evaporated from the food. But this was like better than usual, and it bothered me all day long. It was the uh, the tapeworm. That was in there. That's what you were tasting. That sounded tasted so delicious. Gabe, Gabe sent me a Gabe sent me a message that asked me if I lost him. Not, I didn't lose you, Gabe. We all lost you. <laughs> I feel like was... the universe lost me for a second. <laughs> all right. So I guess in the third segment, Gabe, we're going to try and get a hold of Jim one more time, um, and then uh, and then we got news after that. But uh, the other thing I wanted to talk, we I feel like it's late enough in the night that we should start getting some sort of election results by now. So. I don't know about you. Are you getting are you getting nervous? Do you feel like this is the final downfall of our democracy? My one friend was talking to me today about how we've officially become Rome and we're gonna we're gonna implode from the inside. I uh, I do not share that. I'm. We'll talk more about that on the other side. Then, yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Hi, I'm Sue Murray, and I want to be your next governor. I know how to lead from the front. I used to be a school teacher. I know what's best for San Andreas. Many of our leaders aren't doing their homework or studying like they should. You're not living up to your full potential. I know how to use third grade academic terms and talk down to a room of hyperactive, immature morons to get what I want. I can get things done. I'll make sure the 1% looks after the rest of us like they should. That you get what you deserve from people that work hard. Vote 
for me, for governor. Finally, you can play video games without gameplay. Available on the iFruit phone, drone, and all overpriced tablets, it's Digifarm. All the mind-numbing tedium of an agrarian lifestyle combined with the soul-crushing loneliness of the internet in a game truly worth 99 cents. Digifarm. Finally, you're actually watching the grass grow under your feet. Digitally. I'm a tiny farmer. I click on buttons and watch plants grow. If I get there's always the farmer's daughter. It has an incredible sense of achievement. Buy sprites. Feel better about yourself. Do it again. Awesome. The Digi family of mobile games. It's a revolution in human interaction. It's a revolution in social. Two hopelessly codependent losers. Gabe, you're cool though. You're listening to Broken Link Radio. Kind of report to us. <laughs> there we go. I finally got. I finally. I finally got the uh, the old Google Voice up. There we go. Yeah, that thing was crashing. Do you? Super you, hard. Are, you want to maybe text him to let him know? I that. already did, dude. Oh, you. Wait, wait, wait to get behind the curtain on everything though. That's the thing. That's what's even funnier is I already told him we would be doing this in hoping that if I let him know that he would at least like play along. But he, he he hates us. <laughs> he got the text. He's like, yeah, okay. Yeah, that's yeah. not happening. I ain't answering anybody. I wonder if he's still in line or or maybe there's a riot at his booth. Your call has been Ooh, forwarded be. to an automated voice messaging system. Jim Caterley. Is not available. At the tone, please record your message. When you've finished recording, you may hang up or press 1 for more options. Vote socialist. Vote socialist. Power to the people, Jim. <laughs> Howie Hawkins, 2020. <laughs> what a jackass. Ah, <laughs> oh, man. You know, I built a whole segment around calling that son of a bitch, too. <laughs> I didn't. I work. believe it. I thought we were gonna basically do the whole show like we had David in the uh, the David in the McDonald's. Oh, dude, I know it was great, right? The Ballad of the Nuggets. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I was yes. talking to one of my friends. I'm getting pissed off. I feel like I feel like when I was a kid, by eight o'clock at night, we already knew something about the election. Yeah. I feel like we did too. So right now we do have some poll reports. I don't know. Do you have a snazzy? Uh, Intro, because I can I can run down some. Oh yeah, some hold little, on, yeah yeah, I can get you. Uh, I can. Here. Let me see here. I'll get you some election music. There we go. Soon as the technology today is just, I'm using the generic term technology because it's not it's not any one thing. It's like my connection to everything is just total garbage. Dun, 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 dun. Oh wait, that's the next segment. That's yeah, my that's news. yeah, that's the uh, the news. Um, I was gonna say no. When you were a kid, you were out there, right? Because when you say eight yeah. p.m., mm-hmm. I was gonna say, well, me when I was a kid, I was on the west coast, so yeah, eight p.m. We knew stuff because you guys had known stuff for hours. Oh already. yeah, by eight nine o'clock, you already know who won out in Arizona. Yeah, 
Here we go. All right, Brad, scumbags. This is your election, BLR election coverage for 2020. We have Joe Biden, Donald Trump in this corner. In that corner, Joe Jorgensen. Oh, the music. Joe Jorgensen of the Libertarian Party. And Howie Hawkins, a four-way dance for the presidential seats. I don't even know who Howie Hawkins is. What What is his platform? He's with the Green Party. Oh, okay. All right. So he's crazy. <laughs> and possibly a vote, a vote for Howie Hawkins is a vote for the trees. Indeed. Uh, 0.01% of Americans have voted for the trees today. I'm sorry. No, point, 0.1%? 10%? Oh, no. 10% of a percent have voted for... So one one hundred A tenth... Yes, <laughs> one one hundredth of a percent. Or no. Anyway, moving forward. Play that beautiful election music again. All right. Cue it up, maestro. Election 2020. This is your Broken Link Radio update. Florida loves Biden. 29 electoral votes and 50.3% of the popular vote. So is that is that a real is that a real result? 100%. Well, 78% has been reported. Oh wow. Now now I'm going to sound In, like a real political analyst, but like Florida was like a big deal, right? Florida was Florida is always a big deal. Yeah. Cuz there uh, I believe were they a swing state this year? And uh, yeah, oh, these yeah. are these are the swing states. I'm sorry, I didn't mention notice. <laughs> uh, so these are the swing states. All right, Arizona. First results expected around 8 p.m. As we just covered earlier, they are still open out here. Georgia, good old Georgia with the good old boy. Hey, I, I feel like I want that music and to be like right here. Can we make mine like all raspy, like super overdriven? Oh, uh, just like I'm in old AM radio. Hmm. I don't want to be on. Yeah, I could, I, hold on. I can see. I, I can. I well, if I did that though, everything would go that way. Hold on. A yeah, no, I'll just talk like it. Florida, Florida, we're looking at Donald Trump. The forty-nine point seven percent. Florida or Joe Biden at forty-nine point three. Donald Trump has taken Florida. Six percent has been reported. <laughs> I have no idea what you're saying. In Iowa, the next drink, swing set. Best results expected at Mountain Santa Cruz. Okay, Gabe, you just sound like a retard. You don't actually sound like an old, an old timey radio announcer. Oh, is that? Oh, okay. Yeah, you just sound like you have Down syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> how about how about this eighties? How about this eighties news music we have here? I, I, this I'm, is sick. I'm loving this. I want the election to happen every night now because yeah. of this music. Okay, have you ever played? Have you ever played uh, Everybody's Golf or Hot Shots Golf for PlayStation Two? No, but I played a lot of golf games with this sort of soundtrack. Yes. Uh, in the nineties. Yeah, Hot Shots Golf has like a soundtrack like this. This reminds me of how this and like Japanese import wrestling games. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so back before I developed the speech impediment, Georgia, the next wing straight, 6% is reported, 50% for Trump, 49% for Biden. So if you're keeping score at home, sports fans, that, that's Florida has Biden, one for Biden, one for Trump with Georgia, and, and Iowa. You, I'm sorry, you said that 78% of the votes are in for Florida right now? Now up to 79%, yes. Okay, so he's going to win Florida. 
So he has 29 electrical volts already. Or is that... Yeah, I believe... Oh, no. Stating how many electoral votes the state has. Okay. Um, wait a minute. How does... Okay. Anyway, moving forward. Iowa, uh, Arizona, both 8 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. We'll be getting... There's Michigan. Uh, Michigan we might have because at 6 p.m. Mountain Standard, which is in about nine minutes, we might hear some Michigan news. Nevada won't be for another couple of hours. Um, won't be until 10 o'clock your time. New Hampshire... What are we expect? What is your prediction for New Hampshire, Brad? New Hampshire is going to be blue. They are sixty six point eight percent with two percent reported. Um, Ten thousand to four thousand. Oh, I like they have the, the vote counts. Okay, yeah, ten thousand to four thousand. Biden is crushing Trump in New Hampshire, North Carolina. I just wanted to talk like a North Carolinian. So North Carolina is Trump 68.6% just blowing Biden away in North Carolina. They they can't stand uh, black people in North Carolina. I can't. There you go. I got to get this. I got to get this. I got to get this song for the show. I'm playing it off of YouTube right now, but I need this. It's a piece. (laughs) Is this the same one again? It's the same one again. Yeah, it's amazing. I love it. This and the uh, and the, the video game that you were talking about, uh, the what is it, the uh, the Church Hunters or whatever video game from when you the one you played, yeah, it sounds like the uh, the Rihanna song. Oh, Geometry Those Wars! Just back and back in every second. Oh yeah, yeah, we can do that. Geometry Wars. The Math Wars. Geometry Wars. Yeah. <laughs> math Wars. Just those in every segment, back so, to back. So, if I'm understanding you correctly, right now, the only thing that's for sure is that Florida is pretty much Biden, New Hampshire is pretty much Biden, right? Florida is pretty much Biden. North Carolina, well, North Carolina is only one percent reported, though. Yeah, so yeah, it's, yeah. That's it's, that's like, way too that's, early. Yeah, Florida's up to eighty percent. It's real close with Biden and Trump. So Florida's Florida's twenty percent away. So we'll see. And then, uh, yeah, New Hampshire is only two percent reported. Nothing's really. So Ohio's twenty-one percent reported. They're only counting the Biden ones first. So we'll see if they count any of the Trump ones. So. Um, yeah, really, there's a lot of nothing going on except for Florida. <laughs> Is it, do you like how we get Florida done first, Brad? I do. I do. I remember. I, I'm still old enough to remember that in 2000, we didn't have Florida done by the end of the election. It wasn't done by the end of the, by the Super Bowl, if I'm remembering correctly. Right? Yeah, it, it lasted a long time. Well, the funny part was that uh, I remember a lot of a lot of the uh, a lot of the news outlets. And for the first time ever, Comedy Central had Jon Stewart do like stay on the whole time and it was, was like the first indecision yes and it was he ended up being there for like two days because <laughs> because everything got effed up in florida and uh it took them like a week and a half to figure out the counts and then al gore sued over the results and it got crazy but uh yeah i don't think we announced the winner for what we announced the winner like a week after the election and then the 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 um, litigation and BS afterwards went on for like two months, three months until, yeah, until about February or something. It sounds about right. Cause I know, yeah, like I said, right around, right after Super Bowl time, I feel like is because um, the election was November the 7th. Oh, I'm trying to see they have a date or time when it was actually, like declared um da, 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 results 
Florida recounts. Does not say, but yeah, Tuesday sounds right. The um, I was I know you're you're not the biggest sports fan I know, but I know that you follow football generally, and you you and I are like baseball. Not going to talk about yes. baseball, but have you been paying attention to how good the Steelers seem to be right now? I just utilize. I just used the phrase the other day. Um, what's today? Tuesday. So Sunday, I did actually just use the phrase. They how have they gone quietly undefeated, dude? They are just crushing people. And the funny part is that um, I think that at the beginning of the beginning of the season, Ben Roethlis- Ben Roethlisberger was not a top ten quarterback in Madden. It was like uh, quarterbacks that are now struggling were all rated higher than him. And, uh, yeah, so Ben Roethlisberger, who uh, is playing out of his mind as an old man, the Steelers are playing out of their mind. And then the other thing that's funny is Le'Veon Bell, who was causing all kinds of problems with the Steelers a couple years ago, he's bouncing around the league. Nobody likes him, you know? Right. But the Steelers, like you said, are quietly undefeated. 7-0, could be 17-0. They're crazy good. And it's like, I'm. And the funny thing is about what you said how quiet it is. It's like they're not doing it by racking up a thousand fifty yards of offense every game. They're not doing it by scoring three t- three defensive touchdowns every game. It's like they're just really good. You know, there's no trick yeah. to it. It's kind of that's. You mentioned the Super Bowl, and I got me thinking. Like, I think the I think the Steelers could win the Super Bowl this year. And two years ago, when it seemed like the entire franchise was falling apart, I didn't. I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have thought that. Remember when I they have thought that two weeks ago? Before <laughs> is that they hadn't lost a game. They uh, they had all kinds of problems problems with Le'Veon Bell and Antonio Brown, and I thought that Tomlin was going to get fired because like the the team just seemed to have like gone completely off the rails. Mm-hmm. So and Brown, where is Antonio Brown? <laughs> I know that's where I was going. Was uh, Antonio Brown is living with Tom Brady? Tom Brady, I guess. What? Yeah, he signed with the Buccaneers. And uh, remember, Antonio Brown tried to play in the Patriots last year. And that didn't work out because he's freaking crazy. Nobody wants to deal with him. But I guess he signed with the Buccaneers and he's staying at Tom Brady's house. So I don't, uh, I, I believe that. Tom Brady is a Donald Trump voter, if I'm not mistaken. Do you think that Antonio Brown will be voting with the House uh, this year? I would imagine so, <laughs> uh, right before he throws a couple couches out the window. Uh, Antonio Brown was on He's just like, didn't he try to retire on the Raiders, except for not? And then, what a what a crazy... That guy's crazy, dude. Yeah, I, I, I thought he spent longer of a time on the, on the Patriots because I saw that I just laughed because they're they're really recreating. Like, are we going to see Belichick pop up next on that the Buccaneers? Awesome. I know like Gronkowski. <laughs> Gronkowski went like three weeks without ever seeing the football, and now he's like the most important player on the Buccaneers besides Tom Brady. Dude, right. dude, what if it's the what if it's the Steelers against the Buccaneers in the Super Bowl? That could happen. That would be crazy. That could happen. Especially the way things are going right now, the it looked like Tom Brady forgot how to play for the first couple of weeks, but now that he has, you know, Antonio Brown back, it looks like he's starting to get everything clicking again. You know what time that's it is what, right now? That's Gabe? all he needed. It's eight o'clock now, Eastern Standard Time. So you know what time it is? 
It's time for another election update from Gabe. All right. Scumbags. Here it comes. Where's the music? Here it comes. Yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, scumbags. Broken Link Radio. This is election coverage 2020 radio. Donald Trump seems to have taken lead. 81% in Florida has been reported. Donald Trump has 49.6% of the votes in Georgia. Oh, actually, in also, Georgia, but- Donald Trump was leading. However, Biden just flipped it. 50.8% of the vote in Georgia. Uh-oh. That's bad news for uh, for Donald Trump fans out there. If you that lose Florida and, those- Florida and Georgia, that's rough. Just took Florida. That one is neck and neck right now. And how much? Um, how much are reporting? How much is? How many of the votes have been counted in Georgia by now? In Georgia, ten percent. So about. Oh, yeah, half- that's still real low. That one, that's a close one still. New Hampshire, quickly getting out of hand for the red shirts. New Hampshire is six point three percent Biden percent reported still there. North Carolina only one percent. So about. Two minutes gone in the first quarter. It is all Trump. <laughs> first quarter. Quick, quick <laughs> Trump is up 70% to 20%, uh, 27%. And now 28%. And we're just nearing the end of the first quarter. Biden is up 60% to 38.2%. Trump. Nice. Otherwise, around, around. Oh, wait. Can we have the music? I have just a little bit more to go oh, on that. Right, can I get right. that music going again? Is that what you Is that what you say to the misses in bed? That is 100% what I say <laughs> always. All right, so... Hey, baby, that, I have those a little more scores. left. Turn the music back. <laughs> those the scores currently, and just to let you know how the scores are, or, uh, what's going on around the league, Dodson is creeping in 0.8% of the popular vote. How And presenting the Libertarian Party, Howie Hawkins, Green Party, 0.1%, so 100%. Of a percent, a hundredth percent of a vote. And then kicking later today, we have in just a little bit, we'll be seeing scores from Arizona, Iowa, Michigan, Nevada, as well as Pennsylvania, Texas, and Wisconsin. Scumbags, this is your Swing State in 2020 BLR update. Nice. Gabe, I, uh, Biden's winning 85 to 55 in the electoral votes. We got, uh, we got news coming up. I, I, uh, was hoping to get to that uh, that one that one bit, but it would have been funnier with Jim. I think we're going to hang on to it. I think that uh, we'll talk about soundtracks another time. But uh, but why don't we get uh, the news out of the way, and then uh, we'll try to harass Jim one more time. <laughs> and I guarantee, by the way, if we do get a hold of Jim, he's going to answer the phone and go, "Dude, what the frick?" <laughs> that's that's when Jim's actually angry. That's what he says, "Dude, what the frick?"
Previously on Broken Link Radio. This is like the worst <laughs> open we've ever done. Insta, it's my Insta, guys. Guys, why do why do you like chicks on YouTube? Check me on my Insta. I still, I still don't get the Instagram thing. Uh, Gabe is still five minutes away. M I A. But, uh, but it's not I, his fault. No, no, I told him that. I know. I told him to just take his time. I had enough of him last week. The uh, <laughs> there was a lot of Gabe last week. I want to do one of those like fake surfing. Dude, your fish tank kings probably built that freaking tank. Oh, I bet they did. (laughs) Would I be able to place a future order? Would I be able to place an order for later in the evening? In in 2051. Uh, What what time are you guys open until tonight? Uh, Nine o'clock. All right, I will be there at 830. Is that possible? Okay. And you guys, you guys, you guys only accept cash, correct? Or a check. Or a check. Awesome first thing she said to me after doing the show is, am I doing, am I doing the news next week? Um, it, it's a special guest, and that's what's special about it. She needs to know that that's, it's like if you were to eat steak every every day. Right, right. Or cake. You, steak or cake. Or steak or cake. Cake sucks. What? What? That's an entire arena chanting faggot at Rip Rogers in 1992. You're and okay. You're, yeah. Jitterbug. 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 You could right, unless unless somebody told you, <laughs> or by accident. But like it'd be the, uh, excuse me, the uh, the old uh, the old Mortal Kombat. Echo the Dolphin. Did you say Echo the Dolphin? <laughs> yeah, the old Echo the Dolphin game was Where did a lot that like come that. From? Did you ever know Get on the Patreon, scumbags. You're listening to Broken Link Radio. Final segment on Broken Link Radio. We'll probably before we wrap up, Gabe, remind me to get uh, another update on the election results before. You know the funny part about the election results is they're all going to be <laughs> they're all gonna be posted a week after they happen on the website. <laughs> we're it. timely. Oh uh, yeah, we're timely. We're evergreen content is what we're all about at Broken Link Radio. But uh, in the meantime, Gabe, we can get your news going. Is that me hitting the microphone, or no, have you hit the microphone like eighty-seven times today? No, that's been me. This is oh. why. This is why I like it when Gabe, when uh, Dave's around. All right, bags. Welcome to a special election day, twenty twenty version of your news and nonsense for today. Ever procrastinate yourself out of a bunch of money? From Fox News of Colorado. A Colorado man who played the lottery this spring and won managed to lose all of his potential winnings after he failed to turn in his ticket on time, according to a What do you care? Peter Bailey won $1,500 after his 
new numbers were picked during the estate's Powerball lottery. Nice. Well, while Bailey didn't win millions, he'd hoped his winnings would allow him to travel with his wife. With the lottery office briefly closed due to the pandemic, he said he felt uncomfortable sending it through certified mail, so he decided to turn in his golden... He missed the deadline by three days. It's totally on me, Bailey said. It was my mistake. I thought the extension of three days would be something they could live with. What do you care? Next. No, wrong button. (laughs) Winning tickets in Colorado must be turned in within months. A 30-day coronavirus-related extension to claim winnings was put in place in the state who bought a ticket between April and April 30th. Bailey's loss was a for certain organizations and agencies in the state received proceeds as well as unclaimed winnings from the state lottery. The station reported, "Can't do it." For some pardoning words from the big loser that won. Go ahead, call, email, make an appointment, and get that money in your hands as soon as possible, so you don't end up like this. Gabe, I don't. I'm. I. When I saw the story, I was trying to wrap my head around having a ticket in your hand worth $1,500 and then going, yeah, I'll get to it at some point. <laughs> like, what? What do you mean? You go go turn in your ticket right now. The, the other thing that I didn't understand is he was like, he, do you know people, you probably not because you're in Arizona, but did you hear people that were like afraid of their mail and stuff during the initial parts of the coronavirus thing? They're like, oh, um, you know, can you get the what the the mail is going to come into your house infected? And you're like, no, that's not even how. Like it was anthrax. Yeah, yeah, like, as if it was anthrax. That's not how coronavirus is being spread. It's like it's a coronavirus, which means that it spreads like a like the cold does, because the cold is a coronavirus. Wash your hands, wear a mask, stay stay twelve feet apart. Not that difficult. Mm-hmm. People can't stop doing it, but they are afraid of the mail and wear gloves. And you're just like, dude, no, that's not. And it costs you $1,500. What do you care? You would think Wrong one again. If he was a, Next. If he was Sorry. a billionaire, it wouldn't be so bad. But well, I know, guys, but check. Imagine imagine just being able to, just imagine just being able to, like, yeah, that $1,500 ticket, I'll get to it at some point. I'll help over here by the laundry would, in my. Gabe, I would punch you in the mouth for $1,500 right now. <laughs> I would let you for $1,500. <laughs> Guys, check out the big tip on this dude Whoa! from mirror.co.uk. I said tip, Brad. Oh. Out of Lee's UK, a man was left out of a pocket after accidentally handing the delivery man a 140% tip. He said, thank you, very enthusiastically, which made me realize in about two seconds that I just gave him double the money for the order, which he <laughs> obviously received as a tip. I was about to admit my mistake and ask for the money back before I saw his while he was walking to his car. He had a smile from ear to ear like he found the cure for COVID or struck gold or something. He even did this little mini jump before he hopped into his car. Gabe, uh, it turned. Have you have you ever drunkenly over tipped someone? 
Uh, I can't recall. So what, probably yes. What's your What's your typical guideline for tipping when you go out to eat? Where What's your percentage number? Do you usually shoot for fifteen to twenty? Okay, yeah, I'm 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 with 10 you there. For, 10 for poor service, 24 um, exceptionally good service. Here, I, and I'm typically around 20%-ish, but once, to me, there's like, I'm going to sound like a complete asshole right now, but like, once you get past $5-ish, I'm talking about like you're at Denny's or whatever, um, right? I stop caring so much about what the specific percentage is. Excuse me. Does that make sense? So it's like, all right, listen, you're getting a $5 tip. So, you know what I mean? So it's like what's the difference right. between $5 and $5.83? Or yeah. You know what I mean? Or do you, do you really need a 5 and a 1 on the table? You know what I mean? That's right. You tip cash a lot, don't you? Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm always I forget that with you. Yeah. Always always that way. Um but what's funny is what's funny is like the role I was thinking about this too, the role of sexuality with tips is like it is a known fact that a, a good-looking server is going to get tipped better. As if somehow, if we tip 23%, she's going to give us a blowjob. You know what I mean? Like That's no. statistically factored in, like, that actually, that I know people <laughs> always think it's a thing, but... No, no, I, yeah, the, the more attractive you are as a server, the better tipped you get. But it's like, the funny thing is, is there's nothing, you get nothing for tipping someone well. Like that server does not care. You're one of 40 people that they've interacted with today. Like, you know, and what one I mean? of 400 might actually consider going home with. Right. Ever. Right. And they're not going to, and they already have a boyfriend and their boyfriend sucks. So that's why they work as a server. You know what I mean? Like they are not, no one is going to sleep with you over a 25% tip, but we do it anyways. You know what I'm saying? Right. That's amazing to me. It is definitely a fun phenomenon, but it turns out so. It turns out that our our friend here had paid him twice uh, for the twi- the pizza twice and tipped him twice as well. After posting the incident on the Reddit forum today, I effed up. Right for delivery driver joked. I remember every of you guys who tipped way on your means due to alcohol. Nice. Before you get to the next story, Gabe, you know what time it is right now. I think it's time for an election ad. Come bags. It's election day 2020. We're here to update you on the race. It's a dogfight out there right now. We have Joe Biden leading Dump with 85 electoral votes. First to turn seconds. Let's take a look around the country at some of the swing states. Again, we have Florida now, 85% reverted. They seem to have slowed down a bit toward later in the game. Trump is 50% with Biden 48%. Georgia, now Trump taking back the lead, 52%. There is 11% just early, early, early in that game in Georgia now. Michigan, it looks like Biden is starting off with a commanding lead for a touchdown, 1% with 1% reported. Getting on top quick, and that's what Biden will want to do in most of these games. New Hampshire still taking that commanding lead of 61% to 36% over Trump. North Carolina is staying in the lead with 66% to Biden's 31. 1% reported, 4% reported in New Hampshire, 
1% reported in Michigan. Ohio has 42 nearing and Biden 56% to 42%. Pennsylvania's kicked off and Biden is up with a commanding 77% to Trump's 21%, 1% reported there. And Texas, very quick moving game, already at 83%, having just kicked off a few moments ago. 51% is for Biden in Texas over Trump's 40%. So now they've actually, I think, I'm looking at ABC News right now, and they've awarded Florida to Donald Trump, is what I just saw. So that's kind of crazy. Oh, you know, I have them in two separate... uh... Okay, that uh, yeah, I'm two separate. I don't see it marked down on the monitor that I have. Maybe they're a bit uh, yeah, they in they, front of me there. Some well, the, also the different news outlets always have different information. So, but was I just, while you were doing that, I was looking at the monitor with ABC News, and they're actually projecting Trump for Florida at like fifty percent to like forty eight percent or something like that. They had the check mark, yeah. and, and then he and then he got Kentucky also is what I heard. And then um, I do actually have a rundown. Um, we can actually do a rundown of that, too, right now. It looks like Trump has taken Oma, Mississippi, Alabama, South Carolina, Tennessee, Kentucky, and West Virginia. Basically, if you don't uh, like black people, you voted, for, you voted for Donald Trump. That is what the map is alluding to right now. Not, not, that, not, are, that, not that you have to hate black people to vote for Donald Trump, but if, if you don't like black people, you voted for Donald Trump. At least in those areas. And then you see um, actually the quite the counter opposite group just listed off for Biden. He's been awarded Illinois. Oh, let's see here. These are all the little guys. Vermont, Massachusetts, Rhode Island, Connecticut, New Jersey, Delaware, Ireland. So basically anywhere with an Ivy League school has voted yeah, for Biden. Yeah. Am I? Yeah. Looking at that correctly. There seems to be a negative correlation of an IQ and voting for Donald Trump. Next. I would say just looking at that. So that is your election. We'll have another one by the time we go air. If necessary, we'll let you guys be posted. And next, however, with your news and nonsense from UPI.com. Brad, why are humans so stupid? We're finding out Out tonight, Gabe. We're finding out tonight. Out of Los Angeles, California, would you like to guess as to what the most viewed video on YouTube is? Jim is not. So, Brad, I will pose you the question instead. Well, that's not fair, but I know I know the answer. Uh, I know that Despacito was the number one YouTube video for a really long time. In Shark Dance has officially become the most viewed video in YouTube history. This world records has announced the video, which amassed 7 billion 42 million 967,886 views between its original posting on June 17, 2006 and November 2nd, 2020 took the record from Louis Fonsi's Despacito as you had aforem- uh, mentioned previously which was the first video to receive a billion views on YouTube. Gabe, are, have you heard th- are you familiar with Baby Shark? Vaguely, do you have a uh, do you have a just to celebrate their win? Do you happen to have a version of that we can play on air? Oh yeah, oh yeah, we got it. It sounds like Jaws. Ping pong. Ping pong. Yes, we know. 
Pink Fong made this. You know what's good when when the person who made it is called Pink Fong. That is one of the most leading product, uh, producers out of the fourth grade in uh, Here we go, you ready? Montana. Sounds like the Ghostbusters track. That's all this. Indeed. This is this is all it does. Is this the uh Daddy Shark? Oh, there we go. This is the number one video in the world. Grandma Shark Dark World, Brad. Um, by the way, just by to the clarify, way, as we are. By the way, the, the women, the women that sing this, this song to their children vote. I feel like the they are the the ones who we saw in that video. I just I just re-listened to that episode a while back, and you can too at Broken Link Radio One Word dot com, <laughs> um, where they were at the town hall meeting. I feel like oh yeah, the those are the ones who play this song and rep- I'm a proud um, American. <laughs> because I am a what is not an indentured servant. I can't. I am a a sovereign citizen. Yeah. As a sovereign citizen, I love America. Um, I just wanted to clarify something real quick with the election. Biden is leading the states to Donald Trump's fifty-five. That is not the uh, um, electoral. No, wait. No, excuse me. That is. Well, by the end of the your number one source for all election-related news, (laughs) Brad. How do I read this? What is an electoral? An electrical vote. What is an electrical oh. vote? What is an electrical vote, Brand? So just like the, are we do? Oh, I need my uh, maestro, please. Can you? Uh, no, no. Just go ahead and do the. Go ahead and story? go ahead and wrap up the news first, and then we'll go. Then we'll check. We'll check the final uh, standings here. Yeah, I need to. Uh, I need my <clears throat> to move forward. The um, need the sound bit to start the. Again, you know, your bedroom issues are really starting to inhibit the show. I I can't do the thing unless I hear the (laughs) cue, Brad. I need to. uh, All right, here we go. Trust me on this one. Oh, no, that's not what I was asking for. Oh, my God. What? You want the news one? I can't. No, I can't read. I'm not. I'm asking for the. I need. I need it to say next. Otherwise, I can't read the headline. I already, oh. Next. I thought I already hit it. There we go. I Thank like, you. you. Just like about? the sticky bandits. <laughs> you have to have a calling card to become famous from Sky.com out of Sunderland, UK. Malcolm Pike, 43, broke into a group in East Harrington, Sunderland and stole 150 pounds of cleaning equipment on march the 6th he to stole, clarify that it's 150 cleaning? british pounds <laughs> cleaning equipment? not 150 metric pounds so it's like 190 dollars or so american pounds sorry it's under 200 dollars it would be yeah <laughs> as he was making his getaway he accidentally left a line behind with letters bearing both his name and address I like that. I like the idea that this guy broke in somewhere to steal cleaning supplies. <laughs> He's like, you know, it's the pandemic, Brad. I'm gonna, mm-hmm. I'm gonna mop the hell out of these floors when I get home with this stolen <laughs> floor cleaner. With this stolen Fabuloso, do they have Fabuloso? <laughs> He's just got Is a that... trunk full of Fabuloso. 
<laughs> the the this information helped lead police officers to his home where the stolen equipment had been left out in the open. The stolen equipment has been returned to its rightful owner. In addition to pleading guilty to the burglary, Pike also admitted another burglary, as well as tooth of property in relation to what police have called a crime spree, quote unquote. Whoa during which he stole clothes from a family's washing line. <laughs> I've, this guy steals the strangest stuff. People's clothes from the laundry, from the laundry line, cleaning supplies. Well, if you're, this guy's a terrible crook. If you're cleaning the house that, with stolen cleaning products, Brad, you don't want to wear your clothes, do you? He's like, uh, like in Grand Theft Auto, where you can shake the police off if you just run into your house and change your clothes. <laughs> Maybe that's what he was going for. <laughs> All right, Gabe, we got time for just one more update on the election results right now. All right, scumbags. This is your last and final until next week, which will actually be the week after next. Or and something like likely, that. We hopefully know <laughs> who the president is. For 2020, oh, that's uh, no, that's why that that song is very short. Okay, we're gonna run through these one last time, folks. Swing states. Joe Biden up 85 to 55. There's been no change in scores since our last update. Florida 86 percent still with Trump. Georgia still with Trump, taking a little bit, pulling away just a bit, 56 to 43 percent. Michigan now three percent reported. Trump is 55 to 42. New Hampshire 62 percent to 36 percent for Biden. North Carolina is still solidly behind Trump. Ohio, Pennsylvania, and Texas now all nearing the halftime mark. Solidly in command for Biden, most notably Pennsylvania, who's up 81 to 18%. I just saw that. Pennsylvania is up 82 to 17%. What the hell happened in Pennsylvania? They are very solidly behind Biden. I believe they started reading books this year, Brad. (laughs) So Wisconsin, Nevada, Iowa, and Arizona have all yet to kick off. We'll be getting them later in the evening. Brad, it looks like this one's a little too early to predict, but I think that once the people who have gone to school for a full primary education and beyond (laughs) start voting, I think this one might go to Joe Biden. Uh, What do you say? America's going to hell. By the way, in case Joe Biden wins the election, and that's not a sure thing at all, the first thing we need to do is get him out of office. (laughs) I'd like... Joe Biden is one of the worst presidential candidates in the history of presidential candidates. And Donald Trump is one of the worst presidents in the history of presidents. And that's that's a complete and utter failure of the American democratic system. And all of you scumbags out there are to blame. We'll see you next week on that highlight. See you later, scumbags.